0: Well, hello and welcome to Chapel Chat, a podcast engaging questions of how life meets faith, warts and all, uh, both in our own faith community here at Ledoux Chapel and our community at large uh, here in St. Louis. I am Dieter Heinzel, one of the pastors at Ledoux Chapel Presbyterian Church in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm your host uh, for this podcast. You can find out more about us if you're curious on our website at leduchapel.org or you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram. And of course, as always, we'd love for you to join us for worship on Sunday morning or you can worship with us online and you can find us there either on Facebook or YouTube. I'm here today with uh, David Urban, who is our Minister of Music. And uh, it's always great to have him on because he is so knowledgeable about all sorts of different things. But today our topic is a concert, which uh, David uh, and Ann Peacock uh, are going to uh, do for us on Sunday, November the uh, the 13th. And so um, can you tell us a little bit about that concert, David?
1: Thank you, Dieter. I'm happy to be here today. And uh, the concert that we have on November 13th is dedicated to the music of French organist composer César Franck. The music world is going to be celebrating the bicentennial of Franck's birth just next month in December. And so there are lots of events planned um, around the world, especially in France, uh, to celebrate this anniversary, and so this is our um, little part of that.
0: Well, since I I, uh, would imagine since you haven't been around for 200 years, uh, I wonder what your personal connection is uh, to this particular composer.
1: Well, the music of Franck, and it really just basically consists of 12 pieces for organ, it's not a huge amount. Uh, but that's part of the core repertoire that any student learns. So, um, so my first exposure was back in high school, uh, working oh, wow. on on his music. So that was a, a couple years ago, and uh, but it, but lately uh, I've been privileged to have several study trips to France, uh, where I've um, worked on most of the repertoire by Frank uh, with French teachers, and I've been able to play and uh, have practice time and even accompany services at Frank's church.
0: Oh, that's great. But uh, I'm a little puzzled if uh, if he only composed well only, I, if he only composed uh, 12 uh, pieces for organ, why is he so important uh, in the organ world?
1: Well, <laughs> Basically, he made something out of nothing uh in the in the middle of the nineteenth century uh, At that point, the organ music and church music was at I would guess you would say a historic low. There wasn't much going on, there weren't very high standards uh, They mostly played secular music, operatic airs uh storm pieces were a big deal where you, where the organist tried mm. to improvise uh, a storm. Uh, and so Franck, uh, through his compositions, um, developed um, a certain seriousness in the compositional style. And um, he not only was organist at the Church of St. Clotilde, but then later was organ professor at the Paris Conservatory, and there he exerted lots of influence on on students um, and from generations to come. so he really is credited with starting the French romantic symphonic organ school from the middle of the nineteenth century
0: hmm. so uh, what what influenced uh, his particular style of music, uh, do you think? And uh, was organ music the only thing he composed, or did he also write other things, like symphonic works? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, so he had a a number of influences. I think he was first a pianist, and when he was a student at the Paris Conservatory, his first prize, um, they don't exactly... Give degrees, but that you earn a prize. And his, th- the first one he earned was in piano. Uh, so he brings a, a a pianistic technique to his works, uh, but they're they're well thought out in terms of form, um, and the the harmonic progressions. Uh, and he was he favored German harmony and and was yes was a fan of Wagner. Um, oh boy, yeah. interesting. But in Very addition to his organ music, to to answer your question, uh, he did compose uh, in other forms chamber music, uh, there's solo piano music, there's a famous violin sonata that's uh, part of the standard repertoire. And in a, on a big scale, his symphony in D minor for orchestra is still performed today. Uh, there's some choral music. Um, there's an oratorio that he was one of his first pieces. The only form that he didn't excel in or have a success with was opera, which ironically, that's the form in 19th century Paris that you were judged on. And if you were considered a success if you had a good opera. So, oh, so he wasn't part of that.
0: But he so it sounds he was uh, rather prolific really, and uh, in, in many different many different mm-hmm. ways not not only um, particularly organ music uh, but uh, so I did he have any famous students uh, that would work with him or he did
1: have have famous students, and uh, some of those maybe are just famous to us in the organ world but um but some of his famous students uh, in in symphonic and in French classical music are Chausson, Dandy, Duparc, Pyrnet, who was his successor at the Church of Saint Clotilde, Tournemire, and Vierne were all students. But what was interesting is that although he was the professor of organ at the conservatory, and the organ class met three times a week, they didn't really work on repertoire very much. Maybe one day a week they would work on repertoire. And the other two times they worked on improvisation, which in a sense becomes lessons in composition. And so other people, students at the conservatory found out about this and started coming to the class, even though they weren't organists, to learn about composition and so that didn't sit well with the composition professors of course there was a little tension there but some of his the people who came are well-known names like Bizet and even Mm. Debussy
0: oh wow so he did you know not only was he prolific but his influence seems Mm -hmm. to be far and wide uh, as well but uh, since he uh, you know you mentioned Wagner was one of his influences, and uh, F- Frank, to me, as you know, as a German, sounds like a German name. So w- was he actually French, or did he have some German ancestry? In that? Oh, I'm so, just wondering.
1: So, so we consider him a French composer. He was actually born in Liège, which today is Belgium, yeah. but at that point when he was born in 1822, Belgium didn't exist as a country. So it's difficult to say exactly um, what he is. But the family moved to Paris when Franck César was 15. Uh, The father wanted to uh, have his two sons, there's a younger brother as well, um, to to be child prodigies, sort of like Mozart. And he wanted to tour them around and sort of exploit them for personal gain. And that didn't quite work out, but they found themselves in Paris and they wanted to enroll César at the Paris Conservatory. But in order to do that, you had to have French citizenship. So at the age of 15, he became French citizen and was able to enter the conservatory and worked on piano first.
0: Oh, very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're certainly looking forward to to the concert that you and Anne will uh will give to us on again the concert is on sunday november the 13th and it's immediately following our worship service correct so it will start at about eleven forty-five. Uh,
1: cl- hopefully closer to eleven thirty. but uh yeah it's a little um flexible in the in the start time but it's only 30 minutes long it, they're just three pieces and um some of the listeners may remember that i was fortunate to have a sabbatical this spring and one of the projects for my sabbatical was to prepare uh, some franc organ music and some other music with which i i studied with a, a teacher a coach in paris and so i'm i'm bringing uh, this music to play at the concert so it, it's sort of a report about what i did on my sabbatical um but three pieces only, uh, and I'm happy that uh, our friend and colleague Anne Peacock can join me. The, there is a piece, uh, it's called the um, the Prelude Fugue and Variation, uh, originally written for organ, but Frank also arranged a version for a couple of his students for piano and organ or a popular instrument in the 19th century called the harmonium, which is a reed Mm -hmm. organ. So we're, for a little variety, we're going to play that version with piano and organ.
0: Oh, great. Well, we're we're certainly looking forward to it and we hope that uh, all of you can join us. So uh, thanks, David, for being with us today and thank you to all of you for tuning in and uh, we will hear you next time. Blessings. Okay, let me pause.